This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed-out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids, using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code, 30-Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? Welcome to the first Kid Code Playground podcast, where you have full permission to be a mess as a parent and to accept a warm-hearted invitation to leave your parenting pain behind, one podcast at a time. Two minutes about me so you know who I am and what my mission is. I taught conscious conflict resolution in six countries, studied and applied the work of the masters who don't feel upsets, and I've been in practice for 20 years, helping parents get right now relief in an upset with their kids, because living any other way is no fun. I'm also the author of the book, The Kid Code, 30 Second Parenting Strategies, that has 100 ways to go from upset to uplifted when a challenge appears. I've written three more books pointed straight at your heart. They're coming out soon. The first one is Blessing Mistakes, Learning to Give Yourself and Others Grace Instead of Grief When a Mistake is Made, is towards everyone's well-being. Because there's magic in the message, you matter more than the mistake. The next book is Mr. Apolopagus's Secrets. It's 15 children's bedtime or anytime stories that follow the teachings in the Kid Code to help kids come back to their nature when a challenge moves them out of it. Mr. Apolop, a wise young elephant who takes his little bit rowdy but very lovable crew of animals on outer adventures around the world, always and only to discover something beautiful about their inner selves. They learn to bless mistakes in Paris because Mr. Uppy is a bit clumsy and he knocks over the Eiffel Tower, taking the opportunity to teach his crew that being upset never helps when a mistake happens. Since part two of blessing mistakes is to make the mistake right, he lifts his trunk and calls all the elephants in the Paris Zoo to help him put the tower back up. They learn in another story that being different is okay when Mr. Zebra tries to run away from his stripes because all of a sudden he realized no one else in the crew has them. And then Hawk bests a bully at the Bangkok Water Festival when a dirty rat keeps spraying water in everyone's faces. And even though his feathers are shaking, he holds his foot up and says, stop. Then much to his amazement, the dirty rat runs away. And Hawk takes the Superman stance to announce to himself that he is not powerless. And that leads to my next book, Bullyproof Yourself and Your Kids. It's for you to learn how to meet and defeat a bully, learn bully basics, bully tactics, bully buttons, and bullyproof strategies so that you can take the target off of your back and watch as bullies disappear from your life. Here's one for you. Don't believe a bully. They say things like, You shouldn't have been born. Are bullies in charge of who should be born? First rule, don't believe a bully. So why do I do this work? 
because kids bring everything to life when they're allowed to stay in their natures. And we would all like to be like that too. Do you remember the last time you were drawn into kid chaos? Of all the chaoses in the world, this is the one I dislike the most. I wanted harmony with my kids, but since I never learned how to parent, I did the most important job I'll ever have by creating, observing, or participating in chaos. I'm so happy to share with you what causes stress and what causes peace and playfulness in a human being and in our families. Those discoveries turned me from a grumpy parent into a grateful one, and I wish the same for you. Let me tell you a story. One day I was driving my dad's too big truck in his too small corral, and I put a dent in it. When I apologized, he held his arms wide open for me to walk into for a hug and said, it doesn't matter a particle. On that day, I learned to give myself and others grace, not grief, when a mistake was made. Because it is true, there is magic in the message. You matter more than the mistake. One of the greatest discoveries I made as I second-guessed myself through life and parenting was that there are two states that operate human beings. One is natural and the other is unnatural. One causes us stress and the other causes us joy. When we feel compassionate, genuine, inclusive, peaceful, or playful, you know what I mean, we're in our natural state. There's nothing wrong. How we know that's a natural state, how we know that's to, that to be true, is that we feel natural. So another name for this state is our true nature or our essential nature. When we're upset, stressed out, or in a negative state, we don't feel natural, right? That's proof we've moved out of a natural state to an unnatural state. I wondered what I could do to get back there because frustrated, demanding, impatient, all those things, they're no fun for us or our kids. If my dad had tried to make me into a better human being by giving me heck, humiliating me, or giving me a lecture, you should know better. I'm so disappointed in you, Brendan. We both would have felt stress. Instead, he created connection, and I got two big arms to hold me. One thing I learned when I taught conscious conflict resolution was that conflict is the same all over the world and inside of every person. We want what we want, and when we don't get it, our humanity gets obscured and moves us out of our natural states. But how to get and stay in those natural states? Masters and kids showed me how. And as I said, I studied and applied the work of the people on the planet who live without stress, really, like Eckhart Tolle, Byron Katie, Guy Finley, Sadhguru, Muji, Adyashante, and more. Maybe that's not possible for you and me, but way, way less stress is possible. What I also learned from them is that suffering, aka stress, is optional. What? How can suffering be optional? I can't wait to tell you. If an upset comes and I use it as a challenge to make me more aware and present, then I end suffering in that moment. If I don't use it, it uses me and I flare into feeling more and more upset. And that's never felt natural to me. Has being upset ever felt natural to you? Kids also became my teachers and really still are. I had lost my playfulness and my belly laugh and started observing kids because they still had theirs. I wanted to get mine back if I could. So I set out into the world to see if it was possible. And I know you've noticed this. Kids don't register skin color, body size, the make of a car, the size of a house, or status in a community. That's because it's not natural to register or be informed by those things or operate under their painful authority. 
They don't care what you look like when you sit down to play with them in the sandbox. Would you agree that we cannot be stressed out parents and positive, peaceful parents at the same time? I notice when stress speaks and acts for me, it's never very nice. If I say things to my kids like, what's wrong with you? Because I said so, I'll give you something to cry about. Well, we don't feel natural when we say those things because we're not in our natural states. When I'm stressed out, I might as well, and actually have, put a dunce cap on my head because everything I think is closer to dunce than intelligent. The truth is that we don't need stress unless we're running out of the way of a bus. We sure don't need it when we're talking to someone we love. I'd like to share a feel-good strategy to dissolve stress in the moment it arises inside of us and prove the statement that suffering is optional. Once you experience right now relief using one of these peaceful parenting strategies, and by the way, you don't have to be a parent to use them, you can teach them to your kids though once you've learned them, or your cranky neighbor, or maybe not, maybe not your cranky neighbor after all. Anyway, the first strategy that stirred me to tears and humbled me into my humanity is called blessing mistakes. It's the one dad taught me when I put the dent in the truck. So when your child spills their cereal on the floor, and you say and feel the truth of the statement, you matter more than the mistake, that's towards everyone's well-being, which is our goal, well-being. It's in our nature to support other human beings. We and they feel bad when we shame them because it's not in our nature. And part two of blessing mistakes, as you learned in Mr. Upalup, is to make it right, learn from it, and let it go. And this is interesting to me. It feels better to take responsibility for a mistake than it feels to ignore it or defend it. So test this out for yourself. I did. And see which makes you feel better. When you make a mistake next time, say to yourself and feel the truth of the statement, I matter so much more than this mistake. Then the next time you make a mistake, give yourself grief. This will be easy for us. It always is. Like be mean to yourself. Tell yourself how stupid you are. Tell yourself the usual nasty things you say to yourself and then see how you feel. So you can see for yourself which strategy is towards well-being. Teach this to your whole family and then put a post-it note on the fridge and in the kids' bedrooms, playrooms, bathroom, just everywhere. For love's sake, bless the mistake. Teach your kids early that suffering is optional and teach them how to get out of it. How we know it's true, again, that suffering is optional is that we can give ourselves relief and move out of an unnatural state to a natural state by using one of the strategies found right here in this podcast. Once we move from suffering in any upsetting moment, we've proven to ourselves that suffering is optional, and that's called peaceful power, and each of us have access to it. Another way to demonstrate to ourselves that it's not in our nature to suffer is to notice how we feel while we're doing it. It doesn't feel natural, and to me, that proves it's not natural, and therefore, it's not my nature. And you're no different than me in this area of who we really are. Can it be this easy? It's easier than hollering, punishing, and then dealing with that fallout. It's easier than alienating those we love. It's easier than all the inner suffering we go through for no reason. You know, if you feel like you've lost your belly laugh and your playfulness, or feel too stressed out, every one of these strategies I offer you are to help you remember the long-forgotten whisper of well-being. Because once you discover that, you have it all. So remember, the next two weeks, when you make a mistake, say and feel the truth of the statement, I matter more than the mistake, and then make it right, learn from it, 
and if there is anything to learn, and then let it go. Leave it in the past where it is. It's not here now. So if someone in your family makes a mistake, same thing. You say to them and feel the truth of the statement, you matter more than the mistake. Blessing mistake just simply points us back to our peaceful, playful nature. Try it and see. You'll like it there. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here. Thekidcode.ca instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.